Welcome to episode 25 of Video Game Realness, serving up your weekly dose of gaming chit-chat among friends. I'm your host, Delvin. I'm back. And with this week, I have Michael. Quarter century, girl. <laughs> Can I say it now? <laughs> 25 years young. Woo! What like, anniversary is this? What do we get each other? Diamonds? I Silver? I don't think I don't I don't think just being able to do twenty-five consecutive episodes is considered any sort of anniversary. They have certainly not been consecutive. <laughs> and then not consecutive. Well yeah. you know what I mean. It means you've recorded for twenty-five weeks. I think it's twenty-five years really, it's supposed to be. Well <laughs> congratulations to us. Yay! <laughs> Pat yourself on the bag, hunties. Oh Ray my goodness. <laughs> Sorry, she's just so basic. Bravely default. Exactly. Uh, I, the first time I heard it, I actually started like laughing and then <laughs> yeah. crying a little bit because I couldn't get over it. Oh my god. Wow, oh, goodness. So I hope you all enjoyed last week's episode. James was hosting. Thank you so much for hosting in my absence. Thanks. It was tons of fun. I was off in Vegas getting drunk and the daytime. <laughs> Noon drunk. Yeah. Well, so there's one of the um, buffets uh, in Vegas at MGM has unlimited champagne. Mm-hmm. So we went for brunch at like 11 or like 1030 or something mm-hmm. and like started drinking. And the waitress that kept coming by like would top up your glass like after like two or three sips. So your glass was never empty. <laughs> so you would just keep drinking and like not even know how much you were drinking because it just kept getting filled. And then when we left, she topped us up and then gave us a to-go cup full of more champagne. <laughs> Yeah, basically a sippy cup. That's so like I can't. That would never happen here. Never, like anywhere in the country. Yeah, no. Canada is so like anti like drinking. We don't want that happening. Yes, here's your to go sippy cup. Of champagne. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, we were drinking mimosas because it was morning, so... <laughs> so it was like a, like a... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but still, oh my. But yeah, so it was even noon, like Vegas time, but for like our time, it was 3, 8, 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even noon, and we were like wasted. <laughs> it was the weirdest experience ever, because you don't expect to be like drunk yeah. at like noon. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It just like, it's kind of like, you know... Faux pas. But. Oh, it's total taboo. <laughs> but oh, there, it's like whatever. Yeah, right. There, it's like noon. Why are you waiting so long? Are you, <laughs> right, we're not allowed to serve here till noon. Yeah, right? yeah. So, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Did you win any money? Um, I did win money, and with my winnings, I plan on buying a new system. Oh, but wow. I can't find any of them anywhere. So, so which are you looking to get? I have decided that I'm going to get an Xbox One because it's Whoa. the most expensive, and since I have the money, <laughs> I might as well go for the most expensive, and I really want to play Killer Instinct. Oh, okay, so uh, that was what yes, it was. There must point. be. So, you do wanna, yeah. I, like, really want to play it, so I'm like, and I figured you have a PS4, Michael, and none of us on the... Podcast has an Xbox, so yeah, yeah no, we can at least bring that back into the mix. Yeah, because you know, I'll, I'll represent Xbox realness. Whatever. I just want to see what the TV um, stuff is like with that. Like well, that, that. You're also the one with like really good cable. Yeah, because yeah, we don't. <laughs> most of us don't even have. Well, cable. I don't even know if it works in Canada. Yes, it does. 
Oh, it does? It's, okay, it's good. It's North America only. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, as soon as I can find one, I'll be able to report about it. But yeah. I can't find one anywhere. So they're like, I don't know, I guess it's the after Christmas drought of, like, can't find the system anywhere. Yeah. They, like, pumped them all out before Christmas, and now they're like... Yeah. yeah. And I really want to get it at EB Games, because I bought a, got a bunch of, like, EB Games gift cards. Thanks, Michael. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, so then it's... <laughs> so I could, uh, you know... Just take it down a notch. Take it down a notch. <laughs> I mean, I could afford it thanks to Vegas money, but still, you know, might as well use the gift cards if I can. Okay, so what are you... Sorry. No. Slightly off track. What are you playing in Vegas where you are always winning? Because every time you've gone, you come back with hundreds of yes. dollars of winnings. I like okay. to play roulette. Okay. I I just have lucky at picking numbers, I guess. Do you like do you pick colors or do you pick like actual numbers? Actual numbers. Shut your face. Yeah. No way. Well, I don't all win every single time. Well, well, otherwise I fucking yeah. quit my job. Yeah. But <laughs> But I've been lucky and you know, the couple times like I go and play and I like throw some money down on a number and then oh, it got picked. <laughs> So wow. I was just like, holla, bitches. Jeez. Yeah, girl, I went shopping too. But anyway, we're totally off track. <laughs> <laughs> so this is episode 25, uh, yeah. Alden's Holiday to Vegas. <laughs> so oh, January Jams Part 3, The Trivial Pursuit of Realness. Yes. And that's what it's being called. Yes, so this episode we're going to have trivia. Um, we're we're going to name that song. I'm going to play a song and... Michael and James are going to try and guess what it is. So that will be in the later part of the segment. Um, and to uh, start things off, we're going to do the news of the week. Um, we will come back also to reading off the uh, tweets that people tweeted into us of their favorite uh, songs, uh, which uh, do great storytelling. So we'll uh, go over that later on in the show as well. So... To start things off with the news, uh, Alienware um, has announced that their Steam machine is going to be released in September, but they've given no specs or no pricing info. They're just like, here's our box, here's what it looks like. We're not telling you what's in it or how much it costs, but it's coming in September, so be ready for it. It's like, you know... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure if, like, any of, like, Nintendo, Sony, or um, Microsoft said, okay, here's our new console, it's coming out this time, um, but we're not telling you anything else about it, like, I don't, how are people supposed to get excited about this? I know, this? PlayStation did that. Yeah, didn't like, PlayStation their, do that? Yeah. Like, well, that was, They like, had their, like, February thing, and then in, like, May, they were like, oh, wait, here's but a they little more about it. <laughs> but they didn't give, like, a release date, they were just, it was just, like, a teaser to say you know, PlayStation 4, this is what it's about. And they said, like, holiday this year. So it's kind of okay, like... well, I guess yeah, it's, it's like, thing. But I, I, it, I, I don't get... Um, I, I just don't get Steam machines. I don't get like, Steam machines either. Because, okay, also, um, Valve is stating that they want the Steam OS to feature music and video services as well. That just does not go with Valve to me at all. Like, I... You you tell me like music video streaming and then you and then you add and Valve wants to do that I just go like for fuck's sake just make Half Life three stop trying to be this company that people never asked you to be <laughs> well they they they're trying to enter the console space mm-hmm. and I mean if you ask me it's pretty fucking crowded as it is right now yeah, yeah. I mean 
the two big boys are really duking it out, and like even Nintendo can't even match. Hey, don't forget about whatever that Mad Cat's piece of shit system is. <laughs> oh God, isn't what that, is that's that an called? Android system, isn't it though? Yeah, it's what's called, that? Isn't it called like the Jag? The Jaguar. No, I can't remember what it's called, but it's got that scratch on it, though. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, 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 the Jags said, <laughs> The trademark Mad Cat scratch. Like, God, yeah. they need to, like, ditch that thing. And it's though. not going to come in blister packaging. It's, oh, it's oh, going to come God. in a plastic baggie with staples. <laughs> but the pricing for that thing is $299. I remember. The Mad yeah. Cat system? Yeah. It's like... Okay, so there's that, and then there's now the Valve, uh, you know, the Steam Machines coming, and the Steam Machines want to have do the music and video thing as well, like, they want to be in the living room, well, they want to fight for that living room space, just like Microsoft I'm so is. Okay, but it's clearly, that. but it's clearly the only way you can be competitive anymore. I mean, it's, it's what people want. No, it's Do not what, it's not what, no, 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 that's the thing, it's not what, it's not what gamers want, it's, it's what, you know, um... Families like want a reason for why it should be in their their living. Like that's what I feel like is if you're a parent buying one of these things for your kid, mm-hmm. you're like, oh well, if we just have like our main TV in the living room, like why why do I want this thing in there? Well, like, but do I, think, I I think that's what I think that's what we need to now acknowledge though. Particular, we'll talk about that a bit later. But I think the whole concept of parents buying things for their kids is not. The, it's not it's, what it is anymore. Not only that, but it's not the market anybody wants to hit anymore. No. I mean, adults have become much more large-based consumer for electronics than ever, right? Yeah. It's, it's not all about the kids buying no. the consoles. And, and, the, and it's not the, like the parents buying like a Windows 95 PC that they use for 15 years yeah. until it breaks down. Like Most parents are now active consumers of electronics, mm-hmm. and they want... You know this thing that they put in their living room that you know you can you know stream pornography through it while you play Halo sure. when your wife isn't home. Like, <laughs> that is what everybody's aiming and competing for because yeah. the other markets are way too tiny. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and, and and going with what you said regarding like you know you know the family space. Yeah, like if that was who they were catering to, like the pricing for what we're hearing of what these right. steam machines are going to cost. Yeah, it's so it's varied. Like, I mean. Well, they are they are varied, but they are still like they're way higher. high. They're higher. Um, like the yeah, yeah. Like, like the cheapest one is as much as a PS4, or Xbox One, yeah. and then it goes up to like two thousand dollars. Yeah, and then I just and and then again, as I said last week, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like who are, and, who is your market for this? Is what I really want to know because there this is mostly gonna well not mostly it is gonna play PC games, the Steam library mm-hmm. is gonna have that, so it does have that going for it, it's, mm-hmm. which is. I mean, when you really think about it... There is so much. And then think about with the Steam sales and how that works. Uh, exactly. Like, that. So that is a very strong thing it has going for yeah. it. Like, so when it comes out, it's going to have, like, a bajillion games ready to go. Yeah. Which is... And if you already have a Steam account, you have the bajillion games in your account already on Yes. There, right? Which is cool. But, at the same time, if you are someone who is a PC gamer, like, PC gamers are a very specific market, right? And they generally want to play on their PC. They Mm -hmm. like the keyboard and mouse. They like to, you know, beef up their computers and spend money on their computers to be able to play PC games. You know, this is kind of like trying to make PC gaming into a casual space is yeah. kind of what I feel like they're trying to go for. Well, I, I what I see going on here right now actually is I think 
what they want to do is edge out everybody on the supply side in terms of video games. So traditionally, um, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony, what they'll do is they'll charge a license fee per game, per copy of game that you sell, mm-hmm. just for developing on their software, on their hardware alone, because they've invested capital essentially into developing that piece of hardware. Right. I think what we're going to see in this case, and I could be wrong, but what Valve is essentially doing is that they've already offloaded the hardware development onto Alienware or everybody Asus or whatever. The so else. they develop their own sort of um, internal pricing structure to figure out how they break even on selling hardware. But Valve itself, by being that window for a publisher, they can now charge ridiculously low licensing fees just to sell through Valve. Mm-hmm. And if they can get those machines out there, then developers will say, well, why am I going to pay $11 a disc when I can play Valve $2 a download to sell? So then you get all these games yeah. and developers coming through Steam and they probably think as a product of that, because the game library becomes so intense and they can cut games down to, you know, nineteen ninety nine Or um, two cents. Or yeah. even cheaper, because they don't, they don't need to make that much money off yeah. an online right. distribution system, that then people buy all those machines for their living room because they see the library and they see the sales. So they're basically cost-cutting. And if you look at, like, or the, undercutting, yeah. the, the way that Steam sales work, like, mm-hmm. you read about a lot of games that could typically be priced at even just nineteen ninety nine regularly that mm-hmm. Drop it to three ninety nine during mm-hmm. the Steam sale, yeah, that's crazy. and they that's and crazy. that is where they make all of their money. Like I can't remember which game I was reading about recently. It was it was some indie title that said like they dropped their their game down to like ninety nine cents for a Steam sale, and they made more in three days than they had in three quarters. They were doing selling they it were, at nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, they yeah. they were doing decently for those three quarters, but from that one day, it was just like. They sold millions and millions of copies mm-hmm. because it was just ninety nine cents on well, the front yeah. page of the Steam sale. Everybody's it's just impulse. like whatever. Yeah, impulse. It's buy. an impulse. Buy. Um, and this is that is something that I I crave and hope. Well, I know it will never go to ninety nine cents in the console space, but like some kind of sale more often where it like, mm. where the prices are you know drastically lowered. Not ninety nine cents lowered, but ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, you know like. Nintendo Land, for instance, yeah, I that Nintendo, should be nine ninety nine. Nintendo never does sale. that. Well, PlayStation right now, for the beginning of the the year, they have like a uh, on PSN like a fourteen for fourteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, if you don't have a PS Plus account, a lot of the games have been down, uh, discounted to like fourteen. Not a lot, but like a large handful of games have been discounted to fourteen, and then other games have been discounted to like thirty four or whatever. Okay. And then if you have a PlayStation Plus account, then a lot of that gets halved again. Well, so yeah. you can get like you could get Tales of Zelia right now a download on um, on PSN if you had a PlayStation Plus account mm. for seven dollars. Okay, well then that's good. Well, like so that's, they that's PlayStation the, does that a lot. But that's their pricing structure, right? So PlayStation Sony never has to develop any of their their software internally, which Nintendo does. So Nintendo is caught in this really weird structure where they can't ask the developer to cut their earnings that because that is Nintendo's that is, earnings yeah. and they can't take a cut on the hardware side. That is a size. very good point. But what Sony and Xbox or Microsoft do is essentially they charge the subscription service to ensure that they have a steady stream of revenue regardless of how many games mm-hmm. they sell and they're able to uh, you know, cut their own licensing fee if they have to out of the distribution of the video game. I mean, it is ridiculous that they're still charging disc license on Nintendo's side for digital downloads. That doesn't make any sense. Yes. Um, but there is a there it is Nintendo is in a completely different ecosystem that way to be able to be incredibly flexible with game pricing. Yeah. And speaking of um, Nintendo game pricing, whatnot, I know we'll get into much more Nintendo mm-hmm. news later. But 
Um, I, I think a smart thing for them to do would be to say um, they, they really need to push virtual console stuff out. Like, they, they need oh. to just get it all fucking out there and Whoa. just be like, here it all is. And, and even at the pricing they have, I think some games are a little pricey mm-hmm. considering it's an old download. But still, if it were out, I would still fucking buy it anyway. If they had the stuff that I wanted... Um, and there needs to be, like, uh, if you get it for Wii U, you can also play it on 3DS. Like, there needs to be... Well, there's a... I mean... We won't even get into that. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I voiced my opinion regarding Virtual Console before. I think it's, you know, a heavily underutilized service that Nintendo has. Well, they have this library of games that people want to play, and they're yeah. holding on to them for what? It's heavily underutilized on the Wii U. On the Wii, they did a really good job. I within, think they within, could have done better, though. I agree, but within, like, two years, they had released a lot of stuff Yeah, the library was there. pretty big. And now but, here, why, but why the drip feed? Like, why Why give us a little bit at a time? Yeah. Why can't you just, like, open the floodgates and let me just download and play whatever I want, whenever I want? Like, yeah, as long as the licensing were still... They probably have one person working on it, let's yeah, be honest. it's probably. Uh, um, I know. But one thing I did want to mention about these Steam machines, and I, I got to think about this. So last week, I think we complained about the fact that Pika's Valve isn't building one. They aren't really setting a standard for what a Steam machine should be. But well, now I'm wondering... Sorry. They, they did also say, in regards to that, yeah. that, they haven't ruled out. Which I think is probably just PR speak, because yeah. people were coming under fire being like, well, you're not making one yourself. Like, why wouldn't you? So yeah. I think they just said, oh, well, we're not ruling it out. Kind of like when um, when we were talking about how Square and the Final Fantasy X-10-3. Yeah. Oh, people want Final Fantasy X-3. Yeah. So obviously they're like, well, we'll make it, sure. <laughs> If people want it, like... Yeah, you know, that's very true. Um, but I wonder if their Steam controller was essentially their attempt to create some sort of, at least, input standard across the board, so that everybody, quote-unquote, plays the same way. <laughs> well, let's talk about the Steam controller, <laughs> which has decided to drop the touchscreen that it had. That so, makes me sad. I didn't even know it had a touchscreen. So. so, the original controller has the two haptic pads, which... I don't know what that means. <laughs> Most people are doing this last week. No, no. Like, what the fuck are haptics? I know. I was listening to you guys. I was like, yeah, I don't know what that means. And Cameron was saying there are people who would just be like playing and be like, oh yeah, the haptics are really great. And he was like, but what does that yeah. mean? No one's like, no. Well, like I've read so many impressions and stuff about it, but I'm like, I don't really get what it means. To like, it kind of works like a mouse touch. Yeah, pad. apparently. From Cameron's explanation last week, haptics have to do with like how how much you're like. Pushing on like the mm-hmm. little what's it? It would be how far like the the mouse would move or the camera yeah, is moving like in accordance to that. You so, it's yeah. a feedback system to allow your brain to gauge how much pressure your thumb puts uh, equals into, into yeah, how much motion. Yeah, yeah I, but yeah, I agree. No one's actually explained what that feels like. Yeah. Like, no one's ever said, like... Or how it applies in a game. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, give me a game example. So, like, if I'm in, like, Call of Duty, for example, and I move the left haptic feedback, like, really fast, does that mean I'm going to run? Or, like, what Like what does yeah, that mean just in terms of actual gameplay? Yeah. But then the... Okay, so the controller had this touchscreen that was going to be for the other input. Yeah. Which they've now dropped for eight buttons. That makes me sad. So they now have the two haptic things on the left the and right side, the aerial lugs, <laughs> and then they have the, you know, X, Y, B, A, or 
triangle, whatever, the four buttons on both sides. A-W-S-D, I'm sure that's what they're They'll probably will call it that, I won't be surprised. But that's what they have on both sides now, instead of the touch thing. So... (sighs) Maybe they see, I mean, maybe they see touch technology not working anymore. I don't know if having a touchpad or a touchscreen was in response to sort of what they were seeing on Sony's side with the touch bar... And then with Nintendo, with the with the game screen, and now they're seeing that that's not really taking off, so they've removed it. I mean, I, I, I feel like that would also cost more than it would to just have buttons oh, yeah. on there, right? So yeah. it's like... Yeah. Well, and those haptic areolas, I know, probably don't <laughs> Get rid of those, cheap. too. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but they, I, I think that they need to keep that because the reason that PC gamers play in a PC is because they don't, like... Joysticks, Mm -hmm. right? So they can't be like, oh, guys, we're making a joysticks because you'd lose so much of the audience. Well, let's be frank. If they got rid of the areolas and they put joysticks in, it'd just be the Xbox 360 controller. Exactly. It It would be. Exactly. Uh, I love calling them the areolas. (laughs) Hashtag VG Realness Areola Steam controller. It's actually really, really accurate. It's a good way of describing them. Um, I know. I was sad that. You know, I thought they could do some, I guess, gimmicky. I, I, I don't mind gimmicks. I think gimmicks are fun sometimes mm-hmm. where, you know, if you have to push a red button on screen, instead of pressing X to push the red button, the touch screen would turn into a, a big red, red button. button. You could push it. Like, I thought yeah. that would be kind of cute, yeah. you know, if you're... Yeah. it could dynamically change. Yeah, if you're about to launch Whatever a missile in, in Call of Duty. Yeah. You know how you can, like, airbomb yeah. people? I don't know. I saw it on yeah. the internet. But I think mm-hmm. the thing, I yeah. think the thing with this is that they aren't going to be developing games that will specifically be using... The Steam controller in a different uh, way. It's just you're playing the PC version on right. there. You so they would right. never spend the time to be like, oh, for, for Steam controllers, let's have the red button appear on the screen. Yeah, which so, is like extra programming that has to yeah, be whereas, yeah, whereas it's literally right. your PC download just on your fucking TV with areolas. That makes so. me sad face. <laughs> what do you guys think about areolas? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> Tweet us. Tweet us. Please don't tweet us pictures of your ear. Oh god, no, no, no. Just let us let us know what you think about that steam controller. Have you touched it? What do you think? Oh, Are the haptics all they're cracked up to be? Oh goodness. So, enough about steam machines. Um in, in uh this CES that was a couple weeks ago, um one of the other big announcements was uh, PlayStation announcing their PlayStation Now cloud gaming service. So a while back, they had uh, purchased that Gaikai mm-hmm. service, um, which was originally used as a PC uh, streaming, streaming. Yep. and how you could play PC games stream through the cloud. Yeah. Um, and then Sony was like, we want this service, and snatched it up, bought it, and now they've shown it, um, and it basically will you allow you to stream PlayStation 1, PS2, PS3 games, uh, will work on your PS4, PS3, Vita, TVs, tablets, and smartphones, um, and it's basically going to kind of work like Netflix, kind of yeah. like a Netflix mm. of gaming, where you have a library of games and you just pick what you want to play and it will start streaming from the cloud. Buzzword, <laughs> I know, 2013. The, but yeah, the cloud. So now Sony has its own cloud, just like Microsoft. Um, but yeah, it will allow you to stream uh, games across the internet. And basically, um, one of the limitations right now is, of course, the network connection, right? Mm. Because you're, you're, yeah. The game is basically being played on some server in probably California, mm-hmm. right? And 
depending on your location and your internet speed, um, you know, you have to have a low latency because from whenever you press a button and when it reacts. Because you're basically playing the game in your living room. You're going to press X. It's going to send that signal all the way to California and then send you... It's so weird to me. It is a very weird concept when you think about it. Like, Like you're pressing X and then it reaches California and then it comes comes back back, to Toronto. To, to show you what happened. Probably. I know, it's so weird to think, but, like, but how picture weirdly... constantly, like, you're so constantly weird. moving stuff, and it's sending this signal all the way across, but fuck, wherever. <laughs> and then... Yeah, it's probably in the middle of, like, Idaho or whatever. Who knows? But, I mean, if they are able to make this work, I mean, think of how cool this is, really, for, for gaming as a mm-hmm, whole. Mm-hmm. I mean... I think- Having their kind of subscription service is cool. I find it really interesting that they want to implement it on their Bravia televisions. Like, how it's like, okay, for PlayStation Now, you don't even need a console. No. You just need one of our TVs or one of our devices. Yeah, well... And and they said it must be a DualShock 3 controller. Well, let's keep... Let's remember that... But not the new one? uh, Or if it's on PS4, that would be a DualShock 4. But but I don't think... The the one that they would like sell first off for it is is the DualShock Dual 3. DualShock 3. Yeah, it's cheaper. Yeah. Now, um for them to make. Yeah. Now, them having it in their Bravia TVs, I mean, don't think you're getting away with like, you know, a cheaper way of being able to play this because when you factor in how much that extra you're going to pay for a Bravia TV, it's probably cheaper for you to just go and buy a PlayStation 3. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, cuz Bravia TVs have that, you know, extra Yeah price added on to it, right? And if it's going to be one that's capable of PlayStation Now, expect it to have another extra price tacked mm-hmm. on to mm-hmm. it. Probably right? the price of a PS3. Right. Exactly. Well, yes and no, because it's working off a subscription service, which means to me they're willing to take a hit on yeah, when, on the TV sold, and then where they generate all this money. I mean, this is why it's going to one, two, three, four, like 80 million devices. So essentially, they've. They, it's going to be a really expensive service to run. Obviously, those servers are going to like cost them an Ooh, arm and a leg. Yes, child. It probably has liquid nitrogen cooling for Ooh, all I know. Yes, girl. And so, I mean, for me, that's why, you know, there's, you know, they might even take a hit on hardware, like TVs, just to make sure it's in everybody's rooms. And then so they, they, yeah. so they can make 17 bucks a month off each and every single well, one. It's like of Netflix. You. See, right? I yeah. think, I think that it's, it's a really cool service. I will definitely be trying it out. But my question is, um, as PS4 does not play PS3 games and you can stream them from mm-hmm. there, but I own a library of PS3 games. Is there a way for me to be able to stream these games onto my Vita and my PS4 well, that's without a, like? Because I yeah, because I already you already own these it, so you games. shouldn't have to pay. Like, is there going to be something? I don't that? think so because it's going to be based on whatever they make available in this mm-hmm. library. Well, because think yeah. about it, it's this big game server in the sky that has basically <laughs> all these discs. The sky. But no, but, right? Like a <laughs> We're doing a fun little pyramid Castles dance. Uh, the sky. Right? Like a diamond. Uh, sorry. Go so, <laughs> so basically, it's whatever game discs or like whatever they have on this server that is going to be available to play. It's not just like 
whatever you have now can be streamed. It's whatever they yeah. have can be streamed, right? And the only game that they were showing was uh, The Last of Us, I think it was. Yeah. Um, Which like, just came out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but, but they were showing that as, like, uh, as an option. Um, so... <laughs> I wanted, a lot of people have asked that question about if my existing library will be accessible to be able to play, but I don't think it's gonna. They're gonna factor that in. To be honest, I just think if it's a, you know what? Now that I think about it, if it's a subscription service, here's here's what they're going to do. The games available on the subscription service are going to be the games that are currently available on the PSN store for PlayStation One, PS Two, and PS Three. Mm-hmm. So if it's not on the store. Currently, it's not going to be Probably. streamable because they need to have the ones that are digitally mm-hmm. available. Exactly. So, um, like, and the other thing too, if you're paying for the subscription service, saying like, "Oh, well, I I want to be able to stream some games." Well, if the games you already own are a part of that library, then that's just it's there it's for already you, there. and you get the other ones. That you're they they are doing like an individual rental fee. Like yeah. If you yeah. want to yeah. just play one game like you don't want the subscription you're like I just really want to play this one game today and you can do that as like a rental okay but I don't think they'll do like oh you own the game so you can rent it for free maybe they will you never know so do they have any word about what that library is going to look like or how quickly it's probably going to be everything that's available on the PlayStation store right now will will already no because there's a lot of PS1 quite a few PS2 and most PS3 games are on the... No, I know. I, I use the shop. I mean, it's not it's not anything for them to just switch it all over. Like, it's... Well, I don't, yeah, that's not, I, yeah. I honestly don't think it will be everything right away. I think it will be kind of... Not to the same extent as, like, Virtual Console on Wii U drip feed, but I think there will be some kind of a rollout in terms of what comes available. I don't think it'll be, you know, full open gate when it releases, which was supposed to be what they're saying September, I think it was. Mm. And that is going to be a bumpy fucking September. Mm -hmm. Like, it is going to be... Like, if Sony can somehow manage to pull this off relatively flawlessly, then I I think, like, everybody would applaud them. Well, think of every launch of anything that involved online and what happens to it when it first launched. When the launches, PS4 launched, the, the fucking, um, yeah, you couldn't sign into PSN for like a day unless you were one of the lucky few like me. Well, even, <laughs> in, so. even when like WoW releases, which is just, it is just an online based exactly. game. It doesn't work. It crashes. So. So, I mean, it's the way it's going to be. Nintendo eShop fucking like crashed well, we over go Christmas. There. Yeah, I mean, that, that to me is more understandable than anything else because they probably were they're, not expecting well, not only people. that, but they're not even an online company. Like, yeah, they're doing they all the secrets. They even... feel like they have to. Um, they need to get it together. I told you, it's just one person. Why the fuck is a link to the past not available on Virtual Console? I'm sorry, you released See? a fucking direct sequel to exactly. it, and I can't this is fucking what I'm talking play about. the first one. Like, I am so... Pa- and it's available in Europe on Wii U Virtual yeah. Console. So what the fuck? This is a, Sorry. It, it, oh, it's not in North America? No, no it, it is, is on Wii U Virtual Console in, in Europe. And Europe. in Japan. Yeah. yeah. But not, but not in North, North America. America. I don't know and what's it, going on there. See? It, it's I don't like, know what's going on between that the the, the, the Atlantic Ocean. They story. really yeah. need to get their stuff together. Anyway, so we will come back just, to that. It frustrates in me so much. I mean, this is exciting. I imagine it'll be a rotating library. Like, I don't think they're going to take... Like, like Netflix, they're probably every couple months, they'll see what's not being rented, and, and they'll get just get rid of it. Because it's service-based. It. Um, I'm curious about their licensing fees. Like, I'm curious about how someone like Squaresoft 
will allow this or or how like what that pricing structure is like who pays who to enable this service well interestingly interestingly enough um one of the things i was reading about just randomly Mm -hmm. um is that licensing fees for netflix is different than like dvd distribution and whatever so like for example this is how i was reading about it dawson's creek Mm -hmm. for example (laughs) yes okay um you have the they have the licensing fees for like to play, you know, the intro music yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatever, or, or there's a whole bunch of songs that have been changed. Yes, because of because yeah. of licensing fees. But when they originally started making, you know, DVDs, they got licensing fees for that. Netflix wasn't a thing, mm-hmm. so there was nothing written back then to say what would allow for online. Mm. So some companies for like TV shows have gone and said, no, you can't, or the original owners for music has said you can't put my music in on Netflix you have to go and change it mm. so the licensing is different mm-hmm. for an online streaming service yeah. I don't know maybe if it'll be different because those games are already available online mm-hmm. as online distribution but now this is kind of like a different well yeah because they're a purchase to own whereas right. this is more akin to again, rental like, yeah rental or even um in some cases, I think there's a there's almost even a line between rental and if it's just consistent streaming, more like a, a, a like a Netflix, but like a television distribution. Mm-hmm. It's more like your right, like a Hulu or something. It's your right to use it to make money by showing it once or something. Like I think, I mean, they're in a cool, awesome space where they get to sort of set this sort of standard mm-hmm. and start with the negotiations. Um, I don't find Sony to be a particularly innovative company. I mean, they can buy innovative solutions, but yeah. Yeah, I just have a lot of struggle themselves. seeing them yeah. like say, "Oh, how can we not just optimize profits first? Like, maybe yes. so that's that's yeah. where I get nervous about the situation. It'll be interesting to see what happens with it, but um, they've said absolutely nothing about what the subscription fee is, and yeah, and I think that also my other question is in countries like Canada and most countries except for the states where you have like your unlimited bandwidth, mm-hmm. right? How much like of, well, yeah, your, you of your data is going to be used up from streaming? One this is going to be game. a data beast. Like right. they're they're requiring a I think it was like a minimum of five point two megabits per second connection, which means that it's going to be using five point six megabits constantly to stream that information from the server to your TV while you're playing. So if you play for an hour, let's say you're playing an RPG, right? You're playing an RPG. That's minimum minimum thirty hours. Yeah, it I, at five point six megabits per second. It's I, you need to have an unlimited data connection. The other thing I obviously this going is that if they go to a subscription service, it means they're gonna get they're gonna probably get rid of the purchase to own service. So instead of me being able to purchase, let's say Final Fantasy VIII off their PSN, yeah. I imagine they'll probably get rid of that. Probably. And I'll be forced to subscribe. You'll force, yeah, to so, play. Ooh, good point. And, and so this is what I hate, absolutely hate about everybody forcing everybody online to a service-based model, mm-hmm. is that it actually removes my ability to actually purchase to own and retain. Because yeah. You, well, yeah, because what if you don't have, like, the data connection? You can download it, like, so you have the data to download it, but not to yeah. stream it constantly, yeah. right? Well, exactly. I don't understand, and I don't understand why I should have to, mm-hmm. you know, aside from the fact that you want to make money off it. And the other silly. thing about having it on Vita... <laughs> you have to fucking stay at home to fucking stream that shit, but it's a portable system. It just mm. ties it down, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's my that's my struggle with all this. As, as amazing as it is, 
Well, well, let's hope it doesn't go that way. I, I imagine I, there's I so much that is not being said about this, yeah. so we'll have to see how it plans could, out in a, in a few months. I so. imagine it will. Yeah, we could speculate for hours, but who knows. Yeah. We will take a quick interlude break, and when we come back, more news! Interlude break. Be right back! Welcome back, everybody. We are going to continue on with the news. So, uh, Elder Scrolls Online beta has started, um, and uh, they said that, well, not the beta, but the game is going to be $15 a month subscription fee for the MMO. Um, Is that high? It's about standard. What was WoW? WoW is like $13.99, I think. Oh, but or, then you can buy for a year. But buy for a year. Yeah, or you, okay. Like, the longer you pay for this, the price goes down. Final right. Fantasy is the same thing. I think it's fourteen ninety nine. Well, um, I just thought it was weird because Cameron, who is not here today, was saying when he saw this, it was $15 a month plus it's a $60 game. Yeah. And he was like, oh, and, and I'm out. And, and my But my only question there is... If it's a sixty dollars game and you're paying the subscription fee, yeah, that's a lot. But that if, you, is a if lot. you but if you put it in the long term, what's sixty dollars when you're paying fifteen dollars a month for like three years or whatever? Well, which off. people will? Well, but it's only but the only difference is that it's sixty dollars up front. So if you take out that sixty dollars, like let's say you played for four months less, right? Like, well, as someone who plays MMOs, looking at okay, like. I'll take uh, Final Fantasy fourteen for an example. Final Fantasy fourteen when it launched was thirty nine ninety nine, I believe, or twenty nine ninety nine. I can't remember. Yeah. So it was cheaper. So forty dollars, your first month's free, and then you're paying the the fourteen or fifteen dollars a month. So when you factor that it normally would have been sixty dollars, you're getting kind of like two extra months when you tack that on. So you would pay it for about three months. That's probably about how long most people will consistently play for three months. And then if you like it, you might keep playing more. Otherwise, you'll you'll stop playing. $60 to pay for the game and then to pay $15 a month. I mean, I get it. It is kind of high. But, yeah, I get also your point as well. That, you know, $60 was a big deal because you're going to buy the game anyway, right? Yeah, like, what's what's $60 if if you're going to be subscribing to this over the long term? Like, I agree. If you're only going to play it for a couple months, then, like, yeah, paying $60 and then paying, like, another 45 for your three months or four months. It is expensive. That's expensive. But if you you put it out over the long term, which is how I, somebody who never plays MMOs, picture people playing MMOs just are in for the long haul. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing, too. Especially with Elder Scrolls, because people are still fucking playing Skyrim. Like, Mm -hmm. still. Yeah, a lot. I think that's what they're hoping for. They're hoping that, okay, we have people still playing this game, we Mm -hmm. can make some money off of it. The problem is that with MMOs today, if you don't have, like, a really solid MMO that will keep people playing, you don't have, like constant updates and stuff like that um you know it's not sustainable and people aren't going to keep paying to play your game right yeah Mm -hmm. i mean like even wow 
is losing subscribers. Oh, yeah. Right? And that's been around forever. Um, you know, Final Fantasy, I'm really happy that they've been able to maintain, but it's because they've been putting out a lot of content to keep people into the game so that they can keep paying for the game. Uh, I mean, they obviously have lost some initial subscribers from when people first bought the game. I mean, I'm not playing anymore. I know other people as well that stop playing, but they are maintaining. I don't know how well something like Elder Scrolls will be able to continue with content on a regular basis to keep people paying fifteen ninety nine a month. I mean, to me, that's why they're charging sixty bucks. I, I mean, what you bring up, Michael, you know, if you play in the long term, you know, why not just pay what's another sixty bucks? But I turn that around to the the publishers and say, if you're going to produce a game that you think people are going to play for two years, why are you, why are you charging, charging sixty bucks up front? Exactly because you will make so Good much more money point. if you entice people into free to play and then charge them fifteen bucks over two years yep. or three years. Every time, I mean, like, I played Final Fantasy fourteen because yeah. it was thirty nine ninety nine. It was dirt cheap. I was like, oh, That's sure, whatever. Point. I mean, yeah. so sixty dollars. I agree. Actually, now with because right. if you only play it for a couple months, you need that sixty dollars up front so that you can make the extra money. The only thing I can think about is that they're telling me it costs them sixty bucks essentially for them to sign me up and allocate me space on that server permanently. Yeah. And then now you have to keep paying fifteen ninety nine. You know, I just, I just think that um, uh, the silly. the like the monthly cost of MMOs, especially being that high, is something that's going to eventually taper off. Like, I don't even think that like WoW is going to be able to consistently maintain that, and whatever next MMO they come out with probably won't be a monthly subscription. No. How many people still play WoW? Like, um, it's still in the millions. But it's, I mean, in its heyday, it was at like 14 million. It's down to like eight or something. I mean, don't shoot me if my numbers are off. It's also active subscribers, so you don't, I mean. Yeah, I'm talking active subscribers. Yeah, yeah, That's no, fucking so, so it's like it's tr- Like, it's still, like, when you think about it, I mean, yeah, they're still making a fucking shit ton of money Jesus. when oh you God. factor in. How are people still playing it? I don't know, but what's still happening? That game's getting lazy. It's getting, it's getting yeah, lazy. it's getting very lazy, and I mean that's a whole other discussion. But Guild Wars Two, Guild Wars Two is to me still a perfect example of how we can do an MMO without this exactly sort of weird structure. That's yes, and slightly abusive. It does a good job of, <laughs> of you know a free to play structure, and there's the option to buy things. And let's face it, some of us probably already have. I know I have. But the content's still fresh. Like they've still mm-hmm. been able. They do new content every four weeks. Yeah. in Guild Wars Two. That's Cool. And it's a free to play game, exactly. so Ooh. you know that's what. So when I hear FTP, things, girl, yeah, but no, but when I hear things like you know companies like NCSoft or is it NCSoft? Yeah, does? yeah, where they're making this MMO and it's free to play, and they're coming out with content every four weeks, and they can do it for free to play. Like why are why are all you other people still charging fifteen dollars or fourteen I, whatever per I month? I feel like for Elder Scrolls, it's one of those things where. For the people who play those games, and again, correct me if I may be wrong, this is just my own theory, it's like having it at that price like legitimizes it as being like a true Elder Scrolls game. It's like, uh, we yeah, feel like this is that. like yeah. our $60 game, and you're paying $15 because it's online, but mm-hmm. like, I-, I feel like 
for the people, like, people treat Elder Scrolls as, like, a really, like... Yeah, it, I mean, definitely, it's a triple-A it, it title. It, it's like, it gets, yeah, it gets so... Oh, I remember when, I was, title, lining, when I, mean, I was lining up for my PS4, I was talking to the guy in front of me who used to live in Waterloo, and he said that when Skyrim came out in Waterloo, there were lines, like, three days before it came out, and, like, the night of, there were, like... 1,000 people lined up. It was like every fucking nerd in Waterloo. Okay, to be fair, Waterloo has probably caught Canada's highest concentration of, of nerds. nerds. True. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And also, if exactly, I grew up but... in Waterloo, I would also play Skyrim all the time, because Waterloo, no offense to anyone from there, <laughs> it's pretty boring. I love Waterloo! <laughs> Coral. I love it. I spent two years there doing my master's degree. There is nothing to do there. Okay, but it's really pretty. Yeah, so Skyrim. Hashtag Waterloo Shade. <laughs> Sorry, Waterloo people. Yeah, I love you. We just lost, like, not three Not Waterloo, England. Yeah, no, not Waterloo. <laughs> no, Waterloo, Ontario. Waterloo. Uh, oh, goodness. Okay, Speaking sorry. of MMOs, um, Greg Street, also known as Ghost Crawler, who was one of the lead designers for, um, wow. That's his real name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's his real name. I was like, what's a gro- ghost crawler? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, he's ne- he did announce that he was leaving um, Blizzard, mm-hmm. and he's now working over at Riot. What's Riot? League of Legends. Oh, Ooh. lol. LOL. LOL, yeah. Shade girls. <laughs> so, um, interesting move. I mean, you know, Riot only has one game, so obviously he's now working on League of Legends, but I mean, like, he was a... I mean, going from a MMO space now to, like, a MOBA space, it's interesting to see what... Well, yeah. What might happen with that? Yeah. But he, he might do really well for LOL, or he he might not function so well in that space. You never know. We never know. You never know. More and on that as next, it develops. The next part of the story is he's left Riot and is now at uh, Bethesda for Elder Scrolls Online. What? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, I'm going to dry heave. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. You, I'm going <laughs> to... Sorry, everybody watch Happy Endings on Netflix. It's the best sitcom ever. Okay. It really is. Um, Final Fantasy VI came out on Android this week. And this week. ruined children's lives across the globe. <laughs> it's on. I... Okay. Sorry. It's not the best looking remake. I don't... Okay. Girl, Tara is busted. I... <laughs> You need to, you need to, because, okay, James, you posted um, those couple screenshots, but I've seen more of the screenshots, and I think it looks much better than, I think that those two were like, oh, yeah, that's ugly, but you look at the rest, and it doesn't look, it doesn't look that bad. Like, okay. I, yeah, go ahead. Okay, like, I get, the, but that's the thing, is I'm not saying that it looks great, I'm saying it doesn't look that bad. It doesn't okay. look that bad, I'm not saying, you know, vomit everywhere, this is not the remake that we were looking for. It's for not Final a remake. Fantasy. It's not a well, remake. Not, it's just it's just a re-release. You so know no, what I, I mean. no no, but that's what I'm saying is you're right. It's it's we not wanted, even a remake. We so. wanted the FF4 yeah. redo of Final Fantasy Seriously. VI for like 3DS. If they didn't want to do it on 3DS, then do it on like mobile, which Square, stop releasing mobile games. Like I know they're really, they're all really embarrassed. Like I just feel that Square can be better, and like nothing against mobile games. Okay, there are some great mobile games out there when they're made for mobile gaming in mind. Taking RPGs and just slapping them in mobile, like I just, it's just such a money grab, and it's just. 
I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, and then some of the other games too, like Sonic, uh, Sega does it too with putting their Sonic game, oh. and they don't work. I don't want to play those games on mobile. Like, Have you played a Sonic game on your on like an iPhone or a touchscreen device? No, but I did play Sonic on my iPod Video like eight years ago, and that was actually okay. <laughs> you used the click wheel to play it, and it wasn't that bad. Oh, actually, that kind of makes more sense than the touchscreen. Yeah. I don't know. Square Enix is, is kind of like the Lindsay Lohan of the video game world for me. <laughs> It's like, you know, 10 years ago, it was really great, and, you know, they, oh they were in really good movies, and they made really great things, but now they're just kind of, like, cracked out, and kind of, and they're just, like, selling themselves everywhere. Selling them, just putting their stuff out there. Just to make money. I mean, this is, this is, it's just, it's just so, it's just so desperate. It's I don't six, know. It's, it's that's what it comes off to me. It is $16. Yes, $16 for, like, RPG Maker. Yeah. Like, I mean, they haven't done anything with this game. They, like, you know... Agreed. Uh, they spelt things wrong. Yeah, I did see that. And it's, like, right at the beginning Instead of the game. Instead of Esper, so. they spelt it Espier. Yeah. Like... <laughs> but, like, let's really think about this. You have the Final Fantasy IV um, redo that they did, mm-hmm. and then they have the After Years, which is, like, a whole new game, which yeah. they, it's also fifteen ninety nine. Okay, and then you have this, which is also fifteen ninety nine. How can you put those two on the same level? Like the the Final Fantasy Four After Years is a whole new game, okay, um, and was redone in like three D model. This yeah, how is this not in three D? It does piss me off. But the thing, okay, here's but you know I, what I, mean. I get exactly what you're saying. The only thing for me, and the reason why I will get this, yes, I will, is because. Um, I have wanted to play this game for a long time, and oh my god, I've purchased it so many times. I bought it on the PlayStation Store, the Mm. PS1 version, which is so horrendous. The menus load so slowly, it it is virtually unplayable. Mm. Like, I... I, I bought it on sale for five ninety nine. A lot of RPGs on PlayStation have that problem. Oh my god, it's... Where they're just it is, unplayable because it the is, low times are just... Yeah. Oh. It is so... It, it's like you finish a battle, and then there's 30 seconds of a black screen, and then you're back into it, and then you take two steps, and then it... Again, unplayable. So then I got it for the Wii Virtual Console as Final Fantasy III, the SNES version. Mm-hmm. And that's lots of fun, but... I want to be able to take this game with me. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference. And that's why I'll play it here. Because there isn't a fucking 3DS version, and you can't find a copy of that for Game Boy. They're Advance. clearly not going to make one. Well, They're not going to make a like 3DS it. remake. They're just going to do this. It's really annoying. It's, yeah, sorry. it's... I don't know. I'm, I'm sure people are going to buy it. I'm sure I but understand. But I'm sorry. That's... In but, my mind, that's... I, that's more than Virtual Console. On agreed. Wii U. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. That's twice. Which is basically what you're getting. You're getting, like, a, like a somewhat prettier version of what's on Wii Virtual Console. I feel like they could have just taken the, like... The original version the original and just version put it on. And put it on there. That would have been, been better. That would have been better. I to mean, be perfectly honest, it would have been better. They did pay for the overhead costs of the intern who redid these sprites for them. And spelt everything <laughs> I suppose wrong. that. Yeah, I suppose there's that. <laughs> Whatever. Shay. Not even the intern's salary, because the intern's Shay. got it's the ten percent overhead that they're charging us for. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so, anyway, anyway, next story is totally like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. So Ubisoft, <laughs> it's not even for Wii U. <laughs> no, fucking Tetris. Yeah, Ubisoft mm. to publish a next gen Tetris. For How can you have next gen Tetris? 
I don't know. But I'm sorry for everybody whose ears just started bleeding when yeah. I shouted that, but how is that a thing? Don't worry, I normalize everything, so it should be okay. But, yeah, they're releasing the next-gen Tetris for PS4, Xbox One. Um, how is it not for 3DS? It's Tetris. I don't know. But also, why do we need another one? You can get yeah. it everywhere. Well, I think what they're trying to do from, at least what I read, is that they're at, or in hopes that it'll be something different, kind of like... Um, Tetrisphere? Tetrisphere. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. I actually have it on N64. It's, it's really fun. Yeah, after. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is um, it going to be like Assassin's Creed Tetris? <laughs> well, no, but I don't know. Rayman <laughs> Tetris. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Rayman Legends Tetris. It's going to be Ubisoft Tetris and there'll be a Rayman skin, but it'll be delayed for a year and a half. Shame, and then girl, come shame. out on Wii U last, but they'll announce it for Wii U first. First. Yeah. <laughs> and say it's an exclusive. <laughs> But, yeah, so they're trying to make a new kind of Tetris than your basic, like, Tetris, which is just, you know, in the in the one block space, do your Tetris four lines, kill the other person, whatever. They're trying to do something different. And it'll be coming as a full retail release for $59.99. Oh, God, if that's the case, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no. No. Uh, it's going to be at least Hashtag 30 no, no, to no, $40. No, it's going to be a free-to-play. But you get microtransactions where you, you can, pieces. You can no, or, ah! or you can eliminate rows. Like if you pay a dollar, you can eliminate one row in your thing, and then send the garbage. And to send the, the garbage to the other one. So then there'll be all these competitions. You can you can buy a bundle pack. Yeah, get fifty lines for like yeah. four ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Something like it's that. how you buy crack. I mean, <laughs> sure, why not? I can't, I can't, guys. I don't like where video games are going with this. This is really pissing. This actually really bugs me. Yeah, it does. I, I like how they call it a next-gen Tetris. I don't know. There shouldn't be a next-gen anything. Yeah. It's just whatever it is. Yeah. It's not like the sequel to Clash of the Titans. It's next-gen Clash of the Titans. It's just the sequel. Next-gen Expendables. Well, we'll see what happens when it comes out. I'm sure it'll be... Somewhat enjoyable. I, the fact that Ubisoft is making this has, to me, means the world has come to an end. <laughs> <laughs> this is like EA making Dr. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sorry again, Miles. The world is, is over. The world is over. Shut it down. <laughs> Go home, Ubisoft, you're drunk. Splinter Cell. It'll be like Splinter Cell uh, Stealth Tetris. <laughs> You can't you see to, where the pieces go. Yeah, you have to, like, stealth around them. I don't know. I'm just coming up with stuff. Ubisoft, if you use any of these ideas, I want my royalty. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, in the uh, continuing of the console wars, and might I just say that this generation of console wars is the most, like, intense and, like, just so much stuff going on mm-hmm. than at least from my memory and of any past, you know, generation. But anyway, part the, of it's the media. Like part, oh, part oh. like part of it is the media well, surrounding this. It's like. because mainly um, video games have become more of a cultural item, so even mainstream media is covering this with like a very watchful eye. Well, well and that, also the nerds have become acolytes. Well, yes. like come on. Well, okay. Yeah. Here is what, what here's what came out just recently. Sorry. Saying PS4 is the cumulative leader, but Xbox One was the winner of December in the U.S., mm-hmm. but 3DS led overall hardware sales in December and all of 2013. So it's like, you know, every company has their own spin. How are they the cumulative leader? They have sold more... Okay. Uh, 
they have sold more um, units than Xbox One. So they've sold 4 million units, whereas Xbox One has only sold 3 million units. Mm -hmm. But um, Xbox One sold a lot of those 3 million in December, whereas Sony had like a 2 mil and then like a 2 mil. Or like, let's say... Uh, 2.5 mil in November. Yeah, they had like some. a 1.5 mil in December, whereas Xbox One did like 2 mil in December and then 1 mil in, in November. Yeah, all these, all everything. But the 3DS is the cumulatively. Yeah, yeah really. But this is again, oh, yeah, see, it yeah. doesn't. It all doesn't make sense. And everyone's a winner. But like they're every, all special. Yeah, but everyone has to put their own spin on it. You know, except Nintendo, who was quiet for a couple of days, and then as we're about to say right now, yeah, they yeah. hold hold on. There. So this is hardware sales, not financial statements for X for Microsoft and Sony. yeah. This is just sales. Oh, numbers. I know, I know, I know. So I know. we don't actually know how Sony's faring in terms of financial statements. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. But what I'm saying is is when like these companies both came out and were like, PlayStation 4 said, we've sold 4 million, and then Xbox says, we sold the most in December, and we've sold like 3 million, and then Nintendo was like, and we're not saying anything. Well, actually, Nintendo's been harping for a long time, since December, that the 3DS is like the best-selling video mm-hmm. game platform of like of this current generation. Mm-hmm. Just no one was reporting on it. Cause... Yeah, no one seems to care. It's, but it's the same thing, though. When Wii was selling like more than the other two, no one cared. Of course no one cares. There's this resentment towards... Yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's, it's like they're angry that Nintendo did so well last... Uh, generation. Yeah. Oh yeah, the bros they, are. They, they don't even acknowledge it. it. Like when you talk about like you know when you think of like the console wars in all of history, it's always been who sells the most systems and ooh that one's the better system, right? So when you know PlayStation sold more than N sixty four, it was the better system. When PlayStation two sold more than Xbox and um, GameCube combined, yeah. They were like amazing, and then in comes Wii, and they blow the other two out of the water. No they one blow cares. Everything out of the water. Everything out of the water. So far, and yeah. no one cares. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, we, well, it doesn't matter who sells the most now. Now the now the the rules have changed, or it was considered an anomaly due to a fad or a trend. Yeah, it's, it's not it's, part it's, of the norm. Or and whatever. it was just moms buying it mm-hmm. who wanted to do every their excuse uh, in the book they moms, would come up with. Moms are also the highest searched word on porn sites, so you know what? <laughs> That's fine. It clearly brings in the revenue. <laughs> but no, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, can they call it the Areola no, Control? No, no, shut no. it down, shut it down. Anyway, continue. <laughs> but, like, it just goes to show, like, you know, no matter what Nintendo does, it, it, uh, it's always viewed as bad. But, um, coming into, Although, coming this, into their, their, their numbers, yeah. So, despite the high numbers for 3DS, Nintendo did slash its projected targets for the fiscal year. So... Um, they had projected that they were going to sell 9 million Wii U's um, up until October. And then now they've come out and said... Yeah, which makes no sense because in the first two quarters they, they sold had 400,000. Yeah, so why they didn't revise their numbers earlier so okay. that it wasn't quite like a devastating, like, whoa, 9 to 2.8. Like, If anything, it shows how well it sold over the holidays because if in the first two quarters they only sold, like... 400,000, 500,000, that means they sold like Mm 2.3 over over the holidays, which is 
uh, that's a really good number over the holidays. It's just the rest also, of the year was so mm, shitty mm-hmm. that it makes it look like it didn't sell well at all. Yeah. yeah. And um, which also means they're not projecting very many sales from now until March, no. which is at the end of the fiscal year. Yeah, so there, I think there which was... Which means Donkey Kong, they're not anticipating to be a system seller, which we all know is... Right. It's not. Well, it also means Mario Kart probably is not coming out till May. Oh, yeah. May is, well, we knew that. Well, yeah. everyone was hoping that it would be out by March. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Exactly. Well, I, no, I think they were hoping, actually, it would be out by March. There was... I think there's... Well... I, yeah, I, like honestly, honestly, the late revisions. I think there's a lot, like there's a there's a lot that went into this quite late revision of sales figures. Mm-hmm. I really did think they thought Mario Kart would come up before the end of their fiscal year, mm-hmm. and they. But I do think that they're very concerned about um, how much money they spend developing games mm-hmm. and maintaining that margin to the point where they'll actually delay a game and spend less human resource time on it to maintain a margin on that game and mm-hmm. have it be delayed. So I think there's something weird that's going on. There. Yeah. So they also, uh, net sales, they uh, projected down from 920 billion yen down to 590. Um, mm-hmm. The projecting a loss of 25 billion yen yeah. instead of a profit of 55 billion yen. Oh. Um which is um, about five hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Yeah. So um, in like U.S. dollars. Yeah. I should have just wrote down the U.S. dollars numbers, but whatever. No, it sounds more dramatic uh, when you use yeah. billions of yen. Yeah. Billions and billions of yen. Um, yeah. So numbers are down. People are saying, "Oh well, water should resign." You know, his financials are not doing great. Blah blah blah. Okay, first off, Nintendo has a liquid currency of $14 billion. Right. That's U.S. dollars. They have so much fucking money to, like, coast on for a little while. I agree. It's not good that they're having to, like, kind of coast on it for the time being. they're losing quite a lot of money. Because they're losing a lot every, every quarter and every year. But this is so far from game over. They have, like, so much more money than, Mm -hmm. like... And like yeah, Sony they have, and whatnot to, to sit back on. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was reading an article um on IGN that uh Kevin McDonald wrote, um, basically stating that, you know, Nintendo could have these financials for the next twenty years before they go like chapter eleven. Yeah. Yeah. If for the next twenty years, but of course obviously of course if it's it not was gonna happen. Yeah. Plus the three D S still sells so well. Well the three D S I mean that well, they also projected lower numbers for the 3DS. Originally, oh, yeah. It was to be which, 18 million. But they only sold 13 million, so that's apparently a disappointment. Oh, oh, sorry, side note. Did you guys hear that Square Enix officially said now that Tomb Raider is, like, better again in its sales? Like, they're no longer disappointed and they broke even because they finally sold 6 million copies? I know. But 4 million, big disappointment. Like, most yeah. games dream of selling 1 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, so. the budgets are huge. They're too big. Their budgets. Is... Anyway, thanks Square Enix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, you know, I don't think Iwata should resign from one year of, of, of like, whatever, no. poor sales for the Wii U. I mean, obviously, yes, 2013 was not a good year for Nintendo. Let's just face reality, face facts. You know, it wasn't a good year. Um, I think basically at this point, you know, Nintendo really needs to, like, really start looking at the drawing board and saying what we need to do in our next console now. Do you think that the Wii U is going to have a really short life? Yes. Like, how much longer? Um, I think once... I think what they're really going to to do is see how Mario Kart does. Mm -hmm. And And Smash Bros. And Smash Brothers. 
I don't think Smash Brothers is going to do that well, though. Like, when I say well, I mean, like, push systems we use. And the reason why I say that is because they're releasing it on 3DS. Mm. I maybe here's here's what I think um, Nintendo is yeah going to see how you know they they do with Smash Bros and Mario Kart and then they're going to if they do okay then they'll release the this next gen Zelda that they're working on right now for or for Wii to, U yeah but if it doesn't I have I totally predict that what they're going to do is like wait another year or two, announce their next system, say this new Zelda is a launch title for the next system, and it comes out on Wii U like they did with Twilight Princess. But the thing is, though, if... Okay, let's say that they, you know, want to come out with a new system and they want to put Zelda on it. They have to start doing that now. Oh, I know, but... They can't wait until the end of 2014 to realize, oh, you know... Smash Bros. didn't do that well. We need to start making a new system. It's going to take at least a year to develop that system, mm-hmm. test it, whatever, I'm roll sure it they out are, to third parties. They are probably doing it like that right now. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. They have to start doing that right now because if if shit goes south, they can be like E3 2015, be like, new system, and it's coming out this... Well, yeah. I, I, if, I'm just saying, if it was to go south... yeah. I they mean, need to basically start planning now, right? Because if they start planning 2015, we're not going to see till 2016. That's a huge gap of, like... Yeah, but there's a ton of stop gaps they could do. So, I mean, one, exa- so, one example I think that we could consider is eliminating the gamepad completely. Mm-hmm. And so basically what you have is a controller pro and the existing Wii U system. Mm-hmm. And what that will cause is, you know, they'll start losing less money on the system, which is incredibly important for them. Mm-hmm. But also it can allow the price point of the system to drop even further. And then True. technically be comparable to, uh, in terms of price per uh, out- unit of technology, if you will, mm-hmm. be then more comparable to, let's say, a, a PS4. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting a lot less, but you're also maybe only paying... 45% of the cost. Mm-hmm. If you get rid of the gamepad, it also reduces development costs. People don't have to integrate the gamepad, mm-hmm. the touch functionalities. You can port over more easily. Mm-hmm. Marketing becomes simpler. Mm-hmm. You don't have to explain asymmetrical gameplay. They you just know. market the Pro Controller. Exactly. All the games they have currently work without the Pro Controller, mm-hmm. technically. I mean, it's sad to not have inventory management, but clearly the value added there is not enough for people. Mm-hmm. So that's one way they could go before having to... Because the way I see it, I mean, they always develop a new console as soon as one console's released. So as soon as the Wii came out, they were, like, knee-deep in R&D for Wii U. Mm -hmm. So to have to cut a system short maybe two years into its lifespan, that's, like, that's probably scary for, you know, a five-year development process. Mm, So they might try to milk as much out of Uh, it as they can that way. To recoup the cost. And also as they work on, you know, building something that won't fail going forward. Um, I'm also convinced that they're going to reconsider how they sell everything and how they basically market. Because well, yeah, this was a huge marketing blunder. Well, not only that, but to me, it seems like this operating loss means they spent way too much on selling on, on selling something. Like their strategy, they're spending too much money, and obviously, there's not enough coming back in. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also something really strange going on in the retail sector where I think they're paying stores, essentially, a lot of money to carry their product, and that's no longer going to be sustainable for them. Mm -hmm. Um, Another reason for their loss going down so much was um, they said... 
Oh yeah, their laws yeah. going up, their yeah. their forecast going down. Yeah. Um, was that uh, they said that they had not planned to do that price drop. Like, it was so not in their plan at the mm-hmm. beginning of the year. And then yeah. when they realized that, like, they kind of needed to do it, that took out. Because if you think about it, that was 50 bucks off from each system sold. And if, and if, sold in, if in December, yeah, they sold 2.8 million, 2.8 million times 50... It's a lot Lots of money. Of money. The, the funny thing was that Apple and to a certain extent Sony were in a similar position where their products weren't selling in the marketplace and they were being drowned out by all the competitors and I guess it wasn't Best Buy at the time or whatever that, those sort of tech stores were. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what they eventually did is they invested a ton of money into front-end retail. So you started getting Sony stores and you got Apple stores that sold exclusively True. their product and controlled the marketing to like, like in the brand to a T, which mm-hmm. is what Nintendo loves doing. And That's what why they, they do really Nintendo need. Direct. The problem is, is there enough sort of demand for Nintendo-specific consumer products to, to oh, sorry, to, um, to you know, validate or, or to support front-end Well, true, retail. think about it. When yeah. you walk into an EB Games, or you walk into a Best Buy, yeah. what, are the, what do you see when you walk in? You see big green Xbox, you see big blue PS, uh, PlayStation, right. and we is always regulated to a section of the store. Yeah, like always. in the back. And it is a small always. Right. motherfucking section. Like, I will take the EB Games uh, like at Young and Dundas, for example. I know you guys don't know. But it's a giant store, okay? It's two floors. It's two floors. The entire top floor is all PlayStation. Like, but Sony paid for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Yeah. And they pay for the staff there. And they pay for that. <laughs> they pay for everything on the top The floor. guy who tried to sell me a PS Vita, like, he wouldn't shut up about the touchscreen on the back. It's like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Calm down. But when you walk into the, the bottom floor, which is just like a regular EB Games, yeah. the Wii section is like, you know how they have like a rack basically, right? Like, a, you know, like from, a, yeah. from ceiling to floor. There are two racks of Wii U stuff, period. Then there's like mm, three or four of DS and the rest of the store, which I would say is like eight to eight to ten walls of PS4. There's let's a say, lot. Let's say there's like six walls of used stuff for PS3, and then like three walls of new stuff. Yes, like, yeah. And then the used stuff for like like everything for like the Wii U and Nintendo products is just small section. Like yeah. it doesn't have a large presence in yeah. stores, you know. So that might be something they can consider in like doing. You know how they have the Nintendo store in New York? Yeah. I think they need to... Yeah, I do agree with you there because, I mean, both retail and Nintendo come to a negotiation on sort of price of how much real estate they get and how much Nintendo has to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And then EB Games reflects on how much productivity they're getting per square foot. It's clear that that math is no longer working mm-hmm. for Nintendo because they're, so they pay, need- they're like paying money to be treated like... Like a second-class like, citizen. Pretty much like a bargain basement product. Mm-hmm. I mean, at some point... It's better that you're not in retail because people look in the store and you're like one wall. That's actually your presence doesn't look as you're losing brand. You're losing brand productivity. Yeah. People are actually actively thinking you're a shitty system because you only have two racks yeah, exactly. in the EB game. Exactly. So instead of paying them to lose brand capital, you might as well go yeah. retail another way or think right. of a better way. And let's yeah. consider that Nintendo's market, as we talked about, is still that market of the parent that buys. That's who they're aiming for, yeah, right? Yeah. Now, the parent that doesn't know anything about video games walks into an EB Games and sees PS4 and Xbox and then a little tiny section of Wii U. 
it's and like, they see perception Wii Wii is... 3DS. So like even if they stick yeah, with a Nintendo, right. they might much more likely lean towards Exactly. They uh, see 3DS. this Wii U, it's got this small presence in this store. You know, perception is reality. It obviously in their mind they're gonna think, well, you know, this one's got so much more presence, it's got more going on with it. I'm gonna get that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus it's so oh it's so depressing looking at the Wii U release calendar. Yeah. Like, well, right now, there's that, only one game coming out. It's like... There's nothing else announced. It's depressing. Like, they need a Nintendo Direct soon. Oh, they're going to... There's one There's, there's they, one that was announced for late January already. They could, okay, just, they could just boost things so much if they were like, guys, here's so much virtual console stuff. I know. Play this for a few months, I know. and here's new Donkey no, Kong. See, but I think this is this is their challenge here. It is and it isn't. So the more, I mean, the more staff they bring on, essentially, the margins that they've planned to make on their games starts to decrease, and that overall impacts. It, it, it's only if they really. If they bet it right, maybe they can sell enough Mm -hmm. units to actually justify that. But what we're seeing in these financial statements is essentially is that they're starting to make a lot less money on their games than they used to. HD development is kicking them in the butt. That's the thing. It's kicking kicking everybody in the butt. But the thing is, last last gen, Nintendo was not doing HD dev. So, yeah. They were getting away with their lower dev uh, cost yeah. and how much systems they sold. Which is why last generation it was booting Sony in the butt. Like, hardcore mm-hmm. at the beginning of last gen. If you remember, everybody was saying the same thing about PS3 mm-hmm. until it did its price drop and then it, it mm-hmm. kind of went back up. Absolutely. But for a while, last gen at the beginning, everybody was like, oh, PS3's dead in the water. When's their price drop? Like, because they, so- they were so much lower than Xbox 360. And then so much lower than Wii, but everybody was. Mm. Yeah, and now, and as a thing, Nintendo didn't have to go through that last generation. They were still developing yeah. under I, a, low, yeah. a lower yeah. development cost, and were getting these high profits. So, and all of their games were ten dollars cheaper. They right, forty nine. That's it. Yeah. So you know, you had these low development costs, plus you were selling so many systems and games. So when they were trying to, you know, essentially forecast yeah. going forward. Not really realizing, oh shit, these HD games. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot of time well, and money. <laughs> you you put in yeah. like um, a console there. If you look at the the gaming space last gen, especially at the the launch of it, you had a PS3 going at six ninety nine, mm-hmm. right? And then you have the Wii U going at one ninety nine, right? Wasn't the it? Wii. it was like two? Oh, sorry, the Wii going at. 299 at launch. It was 219 in Canada at launch. Wasn't it 299? No, it was 199 in the States. 249 was the highest, I think. 249 is what it launched at. Yeah, okay. Because our dollar was crap still. Yeah. Yes. So, but... 2005, girl. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you have that, right? And there's a $500 price gap. Your games are $10 cheaper. Like, you know, I just think that it... It was really helpful for them last gen to have that. But now this gen, now they're in the same the place. Butt. They're in the same place that everybody was last gen, realizing the expense of this, and and they don't have that advantage of having a five hundred dollar price gap between them and the competition. Mm. Like they needed that price drop because everybody was like, "Why mm. the fuck yeah. would I pay, pay three fifty for you when I can pay forty dollars more and get something that's actually like next gen?" You were offering something very current current gen. Like yeah, they they needed to. Well, yes and no, because yeah. the 
the product, the, what they're offering is not current gen technically because no current gen does what it does. No, but agree. But, but people, no, no, that that I understand. That yeah, I understand. people keep comparing it on yeah, current yeah, yeah, gen. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. that's that's not always just people. That's that's all very deliberate in some circumstances. Yeah, um, but it, it, I think it would be. It, Probably would have been benef- maybe who knows more beneficial if Nintendo went through that growing pain of HD development at the same time everyone else did. Yeah, or because at the same time when Sony was doing bad, Nintendo could have been doing bad too, and then and then everybody could have been doing bad. I mean, like two thousand eight. I guess yes and no because back in the GameCube days, Nintendo took this nasty hit for trying to be. They were trying to be ahead of the curve. They were trying to be the most true. digitally powerful, process powerful, graphics That's true. powerful. The GameCube was the most powerful system that generation. And it did not... And it did nothing for It them. retained nobody. And the developers still didn't want to develop for and it. And it's funny because then when you look back, people are like, oh, GameCube. Oh, like right? Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, Wind Waker. Oh, it really did have some good games on that I console. I mean, that's how... I, like, I mean, Wii U is going to be one of those things, sort of like the Virtual Boy, where it's going to be like three years later, five years later, people are going to say, oh, there's this really good Wii U game. I'm going to go to a pawn shop and try it's to true. find a Wii U. It's so true. Let me put on my Google Glass and telecom my friends about it. Because <laughs> that's what's going to be like five years from now. Probably. Oh, my God. <laughs> I sound like I don't mom. think Iwata should resign. No. Yes. No. No company does well in a crisis well, and by kicking up their prices. No, that will just cause even more hysteria. The only time they would ever get of Iwata is to bring someone in to fire sale the company. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So if they want to continue making their games, they're probably not going to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. If they want to sell all their assets, they will get rid of it. Oh, did you guys <laughs> see that, that Iwata asks thing that I posted? No, about... I clicked on it and the link didn't work. Oh, okay. Well, it was about um, A Link Between Worlds um, and the development for that. And they were talking about how when they, they first made it and, and whatnot, um, Miyamoto came in and Miyamoto was like, this game feels like it's 20 years old. And like, he's very like... <laughs> icy and whatnot and in the thing Awada is like oh so like how how was like Miyamoto-san to you um and they were all like <laughs> they all just sound like very afraid of Miyamoto but you see every photo of him and he's just like happiness yeah, happy. but he sounds like an ice cold bitch <laughs> he's just very frank if a game's not good and A Link Between Worlds quite frankly is one of the best games yeah. in recent so apparently apparently it was like an accident <laughs> like the the whole um development like into into it to to create it as a sequel and whatnot wow it was like they just wanted to create a game with that kind of overworld and and Mm -hmm. whatnot and then they were like oh this can work as a sequel and it was like totally like by accident halfway through development yeah my whole point was that Miyamoto sounded like even Iwata was just kind of like oh and like how was how was Miyamoto-san to you guys and like they were all like, uh. he was in a meeting and he, he was kind of giving us like stares and, and really cold about it. And then he finished the presentation off by saying this game seemed like it was 20 years old and blah, blah, blah. And like, he basically came in and shat all over the game. Yeah, yeah. It was like. He basically threw But shit. in a Japanese way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so anyway. Stone cold silence. Yeah. Asian silence. <laughs> so there Mama you go. knows best. Oh, well. We're going to take a break and when we come back, trivia! Be right back. (laughs) 
Welcome back, everybody. Yay. It is trivia time, but <laughs> before we do trivia in celebration of January Jams, uh, this Yay. last week we talked about um, music and, and storytelling and uh, it being used as an effective um, way of enhancing the story in a game. Uh, so we asked you on Twitter and Facebook uh, what your favorite games were that demonstrated this. Mm-hmm. Um, James, which were the tweets that we got this week? Sure. Um, all of our response tweets this week were from our good, good friends at Koopa Club. Hey, DK. sisterhood! So thank you. Um, Renee from Koopa Club at Clerical Errors said, uh, many square RPGs come to mind, but the best one is The Secret of Mana. Oh, you remember The Secret of Mana? I never played it. I never played it either. All right. <laughs> uh, Jeremy also at Fix Your Face. Um, I fi- love that Twitter tag. I know. I fix Your Face. Fix Your Face, bitch. <laughs> Girl, you gotta pick your face up. <laughs> Soccer practice is over. <laughs> he says, uh, cliche as some may find it, Ocarina of Time is a fantastic example of how to make music an integral part of gameplay and plot. Which is what Cameron said. Mm-hmm. It really is like the best example. Yeah. Wind Waker 2, like, they both have music literally tied in Mm -hmm. as story. But I guess with, like, Sheik showing up and teaching you the songs as you're... Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really... It's just so... (laughs) All the feels. And um, Ian from QK at Atari Barbie, which is also a super awesome handle. Um... At VG Realness, this is far from cliche. You are abs- oh, sorry about that one. <laughs> no, he said, for some reason, might get shit for saying this, but I firmly believe the FF13 series music does this fairly well. <laughs> I agree. I-, I have to agree. Yeah, it yeah. has really good music. It does. It does What's really the name hit. of that one song? Um, Blinding Light? Or That's Blinded the by music. Light, the, bla- the battle music? Yeah, like, dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun, dun. I almost put that in the. Uh, in the, the trivia, but I'm like, that would no, be my motherfucking points. I was like, that's too easy. That would be my motherfucking points. Anyways, thanks again, everybody, for tweeting our responses. We yes. do appreciate it. We do always enjoy. So, for our Name That Song trivia, it's going to be James heading off against Michael. Um, there's going to be two rounds. Girl on girl action. Cat club. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's how the trivia is going to work. Uh, we're going to go in... Uh, order i'm gonna play a song for the first round of uh like a 20 to 30 second clip of a song and i will ask either james or michael to name the song if they can name what series the game is from example if they were to say that's from a Mega Man game they get one point if they are able to name specifically which game it's from that is another point and if they're able to name the name of the song or what stage or location that the song is used that is another point as well. So potential for three points each question. If the first person I ask doesn't get it, um, then it goes to the next person to steal. Michael's going to kick my ass. I don't know. He's going to kick my ass. It's a mixed bag. So round one is the mixed bag of, you know, stuff. <laughs> um, and round two is the five second round. It gets a little bit harder. It is going to be more familiar songs, but you're only getting five seconds of the song and you have to name what it is. Oh, <laughs> So exciting! I also had a lot of coffee, so I'm jittery <laughs> right now. Okay. All right, so um, I didn't pick an order or anything from beforehand. So James, Michael, I'm thinking of a number between one and ten, and the closest to the number wins. Pick a number, James. Seven. Pick a number. Four. Michael's the winner. Oh. <laughs> was it four? The number was four. <laughs> hey, hey, bitch. 
So, uh, for the first song. So, I'm going to play the song um, in, in, in hopes that it picks up well on this microphone. But if not, it'll be edited out later. So, um, here is the first song. Don't shout your answer out until okay. it's done. Oh, yeah, because I don't have to worry about beating him in it, so that's... Okay, so here's the first one, starting now. Michael. Okay, so that would be from the Phoenix Wright series. Yes. Particularly, I believe, that is from Miles Edgeworth Ace Attorney Investigations. That is correct. Lying Coldly. That is correct. Oh, shut your face. This is, oh my God. That is three points. All right, good job, Michael. Thank you. That is my favorite song from the series. (laughs) (laughs) Can we do a week of trivia where we calculate margins on products? (laughs) Sorry, that was like literally the whole time that was playing. They could see I was like shaking my hands. I was like, ah! I know, I was picking the song and I was like, oh, Michael's gonna get this right away, but whatever. I'm just gonna play it anyway. That was so good. Okay. All right, question two going to James. Yes. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Here it goes. Any guesses on what that song is? Where it's from? Is a Zelda song? That is correct. Do you know which game? I know, I'm trying to think about it. Is it um, Majora's Mask? That is also correct. Uh, Do you remember where the song is from? Uh, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, not, not the astrology, what, what do you call it? The observatory? Yeah, and astral observatory. Yeah, yay! <laughs> there you go. That is correct. Yay! Nice. Yes, that one is Majora's Mass Astral Observatory. Oh, um, I was gonna guess, um, Twilight Princess Midna's theme. It just kind of seemed like it could go along with Midna. Yeah, it could. But I know it's totally wrong. I never played Majora's Mask, so good thing oh, you got that one. Also, would have been like bouncing yeah. back and forth. <laughs> uh, All right, so question number three from Michael. Here it is. Okay, so now James has had a shit fit because he clearly obviously knows what it is. But Michael, (laughs) since this is your question, you get first dibs. What is this song and where is it from? Is it from Final Fantasy? No. Is, do I get a second one to guess where it's from? You can have a second guess. Okay, um, God. No guesses? Kazooie? No, girl. James, let's hear James. it. James. It's from Mario game. Yes. It's from Mario 64. Yes. And it's uh, it's the underwater... I forget what it's called. I might not be able to get that point. It's the... It's 
the one where there's the clams and the boat. Like, there's a boat. Yes. One of the levels has a ghost. Like, not like, yeah. oh, you have to go through it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. Now. Jolly Roger Bay Dire Thank Dire Dogs. Dire Dire Dogs. Oh. Yay. You got the points stolen. All right. So, uh, number four. This one is now for James. Um, here it goes. James. It's not a Mega Man song? No, it is Shit. not. <laughs> ah, tricky, tricky. I'm I know, a tricky bitch. But then I think I know what it... Uh, uh, go ahead. Hey, no, you, you have another guess. Oh, oh, uh... I don't know. <laughs> I said I might know what it is. It's like, no, actually, I don't know. That is tricky. Um... Is it, uh... Is it a Sonic game? Yes, it Ooh. is a Sonic game. Okay, okay. Any guesses to which Sonic game? Uh... Sonic 2. Yes. Fuck you. I have no idea which level. <laughs> All right, we're not even going to ask you which level. <laughs> that was a bitch slap. Do you know what level it is? You can steal that point. Um, if you don't, just say no. Blue Hill Zone? <laughs> no, girl. Like, it's, a, it's like a metal zone or whatever. You know what? I, I'll i give you the point for it. What? It's, it's chemical plant zone. Oh, I should have just done that. <laughs> metal factory zone. I'm not going to be like a bitch about the points. I it's always, all in fun. I always mix up Mega Man and Sonic for some reason. I was going to guess F-Zero. Oh. It sounded like it could be like, you know. All right. So this next one going to Michael. Um, are you ready, girl? All right. <laughs> Michael, any guesses as to what that song is, what game it's from? <laughs> you have a look of like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Is it from like a Castlevania game? No. Okay, let's see. Then is it from is it from a Final Fantasy game? <laughs> <laughs> no. James it's kind of like boss music. Is it from Chrono Trigger? No, it is not. Oh, no one knows what this one is. I know. It was a mixed bag. I didn't think anyone would get this one. What is it? It is from Metal Gear Solid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it from... Oh, my God, from... Michael. <laughs> <laughs> You're like... <laughs> oh. oh. Is it from Metal Gear Solid 2? Uh, no, I think it's from Metal Gear Solid 1. Oh, really? I may have written it down wrong. But yeah, it's Metal Gear Solid called Duel. Oh, I think that's when you're battling Ocelot. I believe. I don't know. I don't know the exact specifics. All right. But next one going to... (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Next one. Question number six going to James. You ready, girl? Yes. making these sound clips. I imagine. Um, James. So that's F-Zero. Yes. Uh, is it the SNES one? 
Uh, yeah, it's the F zero. Yep. Yeah. And the sound song name is Big Blue. Yeah, that's correct. Good job. <laughs> Jeez. Three points. So What's our score? What the fuck? <laughs> Jace has eleven points and I have four. Yes. So, you know what's funny? I guess the number seven, you guess the number four, and they yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. So um uh yeah, so James has eleven points. No, that's eleven. James oh, has sorry. eleven points and uh, uh Michael has four. But this is still early. We are only just in number six, and we have a lot more to go. Ooh, exciting. So, next one is for Michael. Great, um, there's more time for me to kill myself. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> are you ready, girl? No, yeah. but okay. Oh, come on. I know I am. Any guesses, Michael, as to what game that is? Chrono Trigger. <laughs> I like how you and I are like, is that a Final Fantasy game? <laughs> okay. So, okay, so first, Chrono Trigger, which it's not, clearly. No. Um, Donkey Kong Country? No. <laughs> is it James? Is it Double Dragon? No. Is it Street Fighter? Oh no! Close! It is a fighting game! Tekken. Fighters? No. Tekken. Um, it is the SNES Mortal Kombat character select screen. Oh, Jesus. Taking it back old school. <sighs> Sorry guys, no points for anyone on that one. I think I should get like a, a like pity point. <laughs> Michael and I clearly do not play fighting games. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was the mixed bag. So. Is it Chrono <laughs> Trigger? Is it Chrono Trigger? It's Jackal. It's a Jackal. Jackal. It's Jackal. Well, again, I, I had anticipated that all four of us were going to be here, so that's why I tried to do uh, make it a mixed bag. Yeah, no, it's, it's cool. It's fun. All right, so question number eight, going to James. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Okay. James, any guesses as to what it might be? I'll give you a hint. We were talking about this game before the start of the show. What? We were? Uh-huh. We were talking about this before the start of the show. Doesn't ring a bell, does it, at all? No, I'm so blind. <laughs> I feel like I'm so, like, just not even, um... Doesn't register? I Michael? two guesses. Okay, Michael. Bravely deep. No, girl. <laughs> Assassin's Creed? No. no. All the fanboys are like screaming on the podcast right now, probably. What is it? It is Halo, the main theme. Uh, we were that's about- the Halo theme? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, you know, that sounds say- very piratey. Yeah, thank you. I was about to say Assassin's Creed for Black, Black Flag. Flag. Yeah, same. That sounded so piratey. Yeah, no, I, I that is was- the main theme for Halo. Well, I always thought it was just like you picked the wrong computer. You picked the wrong. Well, there's computer. that one too. Oh, um, but well, that's like at the beginning of the song, and then it 
like oh. oh yeah I was gonna say like Lego took, Pirates yeah, of the Caribbean I took a cut out of like <laughs> yeah. yeah Lego Indiana Jones on a pirate ship <laughs> oh jeez alright no points there alright so we are on to question number nine which is to uh, Michael Michelle here goes played this game. You've both played this game, so you better know what it is. Um, is... (laughs) (laughs) Is it Chrono Trigger? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, okay. Is is it a Final Fantasy game? No. No. Okay, so... (laughs) I'm useless. I just had a really good start. (laughs) No, I I actually can't quite pinpoint it either. And we... Played this. Game. You have played this game. All right, I'll. I'll is it, is it next gen Tetris? No, it's an it's a Nintendo game. <laughs> yes, it is a Nintendo game. It's not Kirby, is it? No, no, dude. No, um, it's on the Super Nintendo. I will give you that hint. <laughs> Jesus. All right, what is it? it is Mario Kart Rainbow Road. Oh, oh. my heart. Yeah, come my on, heart. I've never actually played the Super Nintendo version of that game. It's hard. It's hard. It's just you've never played it. I played like oh, yeah, a little bit, young, like a little bit. I played a little, but not not like I never got to Rainbow Road. Okay? Bravely default. <laughs> Bravely default. <laughs> okay. Question ten. Yeah, going to, going to James. You ready? Yes. Donkey Kong game. Yep. Which one? Donkey Kong Country. Yes. Two? Oh, Jesus. Now I gotta take that point away. Why? <laughs> Which one is it? Donkey Kong Country. Oh, one. Shit. Oh, sorry. Do you know when the, the song is used? Or the name? Or... Oh, it's like the boss battle against oh. King K. So, good, because I was about to be like, the, the opening. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, sorry. the I thought you would have got this levels. one because you put down Donkey Kong as your. Uh... I I really like the Donkey Kong music, but I can't attach them to specific specific ones in the series. Well, at least I got one point from that. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. I gotta take that one away. What? <laughs> you said Donkey Kong Country too. But I said it's a Donkey Kong game. Yes, yeah, so you got yeah, one point, so you got one for, point that. for, for oh, Donkey sorry. Kong. No, I thought you took away my one point because <laughs> you were so angry that I didn't know which game. Shade. Oh goodness. Okay, number eleven. Number B. Um, you should get this one, and if you don't, I'm everyone, it off the podcast. Everyone will be very angry at you. All right. Okay. This is so much pressure. Oh wait, hold on. That's not it. Um, is it bravely default? <laughs> bravely default. 
If you haven't downloaded that demo, just download it so you can hear the woman say bravely default before it loads. <laughs> okay, here it goes. Oh, Jesus. Michael, what oh, is it? Come on. Which one? Um, blue. Uh huh. And that is the battle music. Yes, that is correct. Well, it's the Elite Four battle music. The gym leader battle, oh, music. Gym leader battle music. We won't get specific. Because there are variations of the battle music. Yeah. In the game, so, so we won't get too specific on that one. So good job. You're 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 back on the point. So you got seven points versus twelve points. So, there, there's still more to go. We're only on... So, like... That was number 11. Um, we still have one, two, three, four more to go. And then the five-second round, which Jeez, is... Jeez, this is like a, a like... Extra All-encompassing trivia. Mm-hmm. Okay, number 12. Triviata. Number 12. Twice. This one's going to you. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Michael, I know you probably know what it is, but oh, James. No, Wait, how do you know what no, it is? I don't I think I, I just have a small guess. Is it Dragon Age? No. Is it Uncharted? No. Okay, I'm done. There's your two guesses. It's Mass Effect. Uh-huh. Oh. oh yay! Okay, it was only because you said Dragon Age. I know. Because <laughs> I was going to guess which, Uncharted. Which um, one? It didn't sound spicy okay, enough. So that much. would be Mass Effect 3. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's Mass Effect 2, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. No points. But, but okay. Um, okay, so Mass Effect 2. So that would be um, the, like, uh, uh, music at the end when you're escaping the collector's... Um, I don't know specifically. I don't just know that the name of the song is called Suicide Mission. Oh, yeah, so that's the... the when sure, you go to the right. collector's base, that's the Suicide Mission. <laughs> we'll give you mission. a point for that. <laughs> Damn it, it's not enough. That was that was, and then and then at the end camera. when your ship just kind of like shoots away and you're like, oh, we made it, we're all alive, unless you know you made shitty choices and then like you yeah. and nobody else. I haven't did, beaten so. Mass Effect two yet, so yeah. I would not have heard that song. See, this is the point where I had anticipated that Cameron would have been whining about not knowing any of the songs. Uh, so so this, was tribute, he would be. <laughs> this was my tribute to Cameron. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> okay, number thirteen. This one goes to Michael. You ready? I love this song. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to make it my ringtone. But anyway, here goes. So, um, that is from The World Ends With You, 
It is called Calling, and um, it gets sometimes played in the battles, depending. Um, yeah, the yeah that's the name of Calling the by Leia. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, so we are even now at 12 and uh, 12. Oh, my. I can't believe I caught back up. You're catching back up, girl. What a good one. Oh, my God. I was, I, I um, when I was doing that song, and I just heard it. Yeah. Because I, you know, I don't really remember. I remember the game, but, like, I heard the song, and immediately I was, like, right back in the game. Oh, I know. Well, like, that immediately. Game, it's so frenetic that I feel like it, like, sets aside this very specific place in your mind where when you hear the music, all of a sudden, you see 60 billion arrows, like, a appearing as you're like pressing on this side and then like slashing slashing on the thing like I love that game it's fucking intense I love that game I'll never make a sequel okay so number 14 this one going to James (laughs) you ready girl yes please shit was that <laughs> is that from like the samurai warriors series Mm-mm. oh shit uh, you have played the game have i mm-hmm. <laughs> what are all these games that i've played that i don't remember anything to do you have any guesses michael or you're just like yeah i think i have one but it's probably wrong um but you, you go you go i don't know no more heroes no oh. give up yeah it is the final fantasy 10-2 battle theme oh sh- oh <laughs> That's Ew, so, what yeah, a horrid that's exactly battle theme. Yeah. What a horrid battle theme. <sighs> I'm sorry. Oh I was gonna God. put I was gonna put one of the ba- like a Final Fantasy battle theme, but I all the other ones were too like Insta recognizable. Insta recognizable. So I was like, let me go for a little bit one. Yeah, no, I should have I should have recognized that too. You should have picked music from upcoming release Final Fantasy 13 3 Lightning Returns. And then be like, James, don't you know this? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so uh I'm doing that. Okay, go Michael. The last question of the mixed bag going to Michael. Are you ready? Sure. Here we go. Familiar. It's so familiar. Um, do, 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 do. Is it Mega Man? Nope. Mm, okay, then it's some sort of like battle fighting game. Um, is it Street Fighter 2? Nope. Oh, okay, of course it's not. Okay. Uh, James, any guesses? Okay. I don't know, sorry. It is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4 Sewer Surfing! <laughs> the arcade oh. game. Okay, no. Now, before your time, Michael. <sighs> Hey, at least we're Familiar, tied. Yeah. All right. Oh my god, we're tied. We're tied up. You are oh my tied. god. At the end of the mixed bag. Nail round. biter. Hashtag nail biter. Hashtag team Michael. Hashtag team James. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was like a. That was like a, a spurt. <laughs> like, All right. So uh, for the five second round, you get one guess because these these are all fairly recognizable songs. Um, oh wait. For the and most so part. so is it like a shout it out? 
No. Well, we'll go in order. We'll just... Delvin's <laughs> like, like, no, let's keep it... <laughs> let's just keep it, you know, a little ordered. So, so one guess and then one guess deal. Yeah, one, one guess, guess, one guess deal, deal okay. and then we'll move on to the next one. Got it. All right, so first one is going to James. Are you ready? Yes. Oh my god, I should know this. Yep. Um, Final Fantasy... Two, two, four. No. Shit! Final Fantasy six. Yes. Shit! Motherfucker! <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Can you... Men- do you know what... Uh, I know exactly um, what it is. Um, yeah, um, it's... Um, isn't it like that, that mountain? Um, I'll accept that as an answer. It, that's when it does play. But it is Terrace theme. That's what yeah. it is. Oh my god, I failed bad. All right. Michael. Shit. Are you ready? I'm so scattered. Yeah. Chrono Trigger. Yes. Oh, ah, I was right for once! Um, isn't that, like, about frogs? Um, theme? I can't remember the name of the frog. It's the main theme. Um, I'll accept it as an answer. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting... <laughs> I was just getting all these points, but not real. <laughs> answer it's a main theme so yes i will give that as an answer is it a theme that plays during the game (laughs) (laughs) all right james ready here you go question number three oh my god yeah (laughs) i don't know what that is no guesses uh i don't know what that is okay um um, Street Fighter 2. Yes. And, um, it is, um, oh, it's either, like, the, the, the Blanca and or... No. Okay. It's Chun-Li's theme. I was about to say, it's either Blanca or Chun-Li. No, you only get one guess. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, <laughs> it was, I was picking between the two. All, All right, right, so, next one going to Michael. Gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry, girl, don't That's worry. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Oh, come on. Um, one guess. Final Fantasy. Eh. That's a link to the past overworld. Yes. Oh, snap, girl! Bam! She's back in business. Michael at 20 points. James at 15 points. (sighs) All right. Question number five going to James. Ready? How many more of these are there? Uh, ten more. Ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Kirby, superstar. <laughs> sorry. Yes. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm supposed to wait, sorry. It's okay, Kirby, superstar. Do you know the... Uh, it's the, um, it's the first world, the, um, not creamy, not creamy, not creamy. I'll give you the point for creamy the first drop. world. Creamy drop. Green, green. Oh, sorry, green, green. I'll creamy, give you the point. Cream. <laughs> Creamy, oh, it's not creamy. Creamy, uh, but creamy. I'll give you the point because it is the first stage. <laughs> Thank you. Creamy, cream. Green, green, creamy, cream. <laughs> hey, at least, like, there's, like, a familiar middle portion in yeah. there. Like, yeah. E- All right, so, Michael, next one. Yeah. Um... One guess. Yep. Um, uh, 
Zelda. Eh. Super Smash Brothers Melee opening theme. Bam! Three points, girl. <laughs> Ooh, ciao. She's pulling in the lead now. All right. Next question going to James. Ready? Yes. Oh. Uh, Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Gerudo Fortress. Bam! Girl! Girl. (laughs) Bam! All right. Uh, Michael, next one. Final Fantasy (laughs) IV. Is it? Because that's what I was going to say. No, it's not. Um, that's what... Oh, Super Metroid. Yes. Uh, uh, so Metroid, Super Metroid. Um, it's the theme, um, uh, when you have to run out of the thing, the tower when it's no. exploding. No? Oh. No. Uh, that's facing Mother Brain. Oh. But two points for that one. But I was gonna say Final Fantasy. <laughs> I thought, I thought I it was when, I thought it was when Cecil was, was fighting himself. No. As, like, oh. dark. No, that's a more somber... Yeah. Uh, and then, well, it's somber, and that starts to... But no, not that. Well, I wanted to say six, but you already had six, so <laughs> I was going to say four. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, At least I got Chrono Trigger <laughs> one time. If you didn't get the Chrono Trigger one, I was going to, like, lose my shit. Final Fantasy two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, question number nine, going to uh, James. Oh. That's dearly beloved Kingdom Hearts. Oh! You! Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. The one I actually knew. I'm sorry, girl. I'm just going in order. All right. Are you ready for the question number 10? <laughs> Michael. <laughs> he has, like, such a plus face. Plus face. <laughs> You're going to have fun editing this. Part. I know. It's going to be an editing... Bonanza. Okay, ready? No. Okay, here it goes. Oh. Um. Uh, Kirby? No. James? <laughs> I actually don't remember which game this is from. I only remember the song. Uh, shit. How come I can't remember the game? Uh, oh, it's, 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 uh, it's, uh, what is it? It's a Mario game. Yes. Um, One point. It is um, Mario teaches typing. No. Oh shit! <laughs> is it, is it <laughs> Yoshi's Island? Super Mario World, the main theme I when the game starts. It. Oh right, you're right. Sorry, I don't know why. I ty- oh, you know why? Okay, I have to say. Typing. I have to say why. Let me say I'm why. changing the name of the episode. <laughs> Mario teaches typing. Guys, it's a real game. I know. Okay, but like, okay, so when you play Mario teaches typing, the first, the first world of the typing is that song oh. and for some reason I thought the last one would be something super obscure so I said Mario was that the last typing. one no that was oh, not the last one Mario t- <laughs> there's, there's five more part three Mario teaches typing oh my god okay question number 11 going to James are you ready yes <laughs> oh Jesus that's Sonic yes Sonic 1? Uh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, wait. No, sorry. Yes, that is Sonic 1. Yeah, Sonic 1. Sorry. Do you know the stage? 
I don't know the name. I it do. is the first world, I but Green I don't know. Zone. Oh, there you go. I'll give it to Michael. Uh, the reason I know it is the first world is because I got it on my Android, and the <laughs> controls are so bad, I can never beat the first world, so I know it has to be the first world. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, question number 12, going to Michael. Here we go. Um, Final Fantasy VII. No. Final Fantasy X to Xanarkland. Yes, that is correct. Oh, Jesus. One, two, three. <laughs> okay, so the points now I are... I played that on piano a lot. 10, 20, 30, 5 points to 10, 21. Okay. <laughs> okay, so next... Oh, three more left. Next one, number 13. Um, this one's going to James. Yes. Ready? Yes. This one's the more obscure one, but not really. The ice climbers? No. Oh. Um, Pokemon <laughs> Pinball? No. <laughs> that's, really, that's really obscure. It is Paperboy for the NES. Uh, the I've main never theme. heard of that game. So. You've never heard of Paperboy? No. When you, like, ride your bike and you have to deliver the papers and there's, like, a man, like, doing exercising and the cat comes at you, the car tries to hit you, and... Oh, Jesus. You're so young. <laughs> All right, so this one's for you. Are you ready? Pokemon <laughs> Pinball. You look so sad, Michael. <laughs> it, it's just been a, a defeating blow to, to come back up and then to just get trounced again. <laughs> it's like I could deal with it once, but the second time to just literally every time get it wrong and then to have James just spew off all three instantly and then watch him get another one right after that hurts a lot. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, Tetris. Yes. Which one? Any. Well, the original. Yes. Um, and it's the the main theme that plays while you're playing. Yes. <laughs> there you go. It's the A theme. It is the A theme, but I will accept. It's not the B theme. I will accept main. Because B is for basic. B is for basic. <sighs> oh my God, I got that one. All right, last one for James. Are you ready? Yes. Oh. Banjo-Kazooie Treasure Trove Cove. Yay! Good job! Okay. <laughs> and that concludes the trivia with the final scoring being 10, 20, 30, 5, 36, 37, 38. 38 to 24. So... James won the trivia. Congratulations. There's no prize. I get a tiara. Yes, you get a tiara. It's all in good fun. I can give you, I can get you something from Dollarama. (laughs) Yeah, I can get you a princess tiara if you like. Um, But yes, it is all in good fun. And I hope everyone enjoyed that trounce down memory lane. I'm sorry if... As you were listening, you were screaming at me for not knowing some of those. <laughs> I'm sure people were probably like, oh my god, I did not know the answer. It's like, but yeah. It's I started fun. off really strongly. We got a lot of, we got a lot of them. Mm. I think. So if you and I had been on a team, I think we would have done quite oh. well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. It, like you, I said, it was supposed to be a team collaborative effort, but, um, but it's still fun. And it, the, the main purpose why I wanted to do specifically the five second round 
um, was to, to illustrate and point how you can hear five seconds of a song and recognize the game mm. and this specific stage and the moment in the game and how just five seconds of music can take you back to a place. Mm-hmm. That was the whole Aww. purpose of the trivia in good fun. And I'm sure everyone who was so listening, yeah. you know, heard those and, you know, went back to those moments of maybe playing Paperboy on their NES when they were eight years old or playing Banjo-Kazooie on their yeah. N64 for Christmas or, you know, just that five seconds of music can take you back to a moment. And that is the whole point of January Jams to show that music and gaming is important. Yay. That is a tie it together moment. Yes. Thanks, Mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I got tie it together moment. It's a tip. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Tie it together. I was I was gonna come up with an acronym. I was like, oh wait, it's a tit moment. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so that concludes this episode. Thank you for coming along on our long journey, mm-hmm. um, which is now two hours. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I know. Always, always supposed to be a short episode turns into a long one, but it was fun and that's the whole point yeah uh, the trivia was really good time flies when you're having fun exactly and if you enjoy trivia we're doing it again next week yay more trivia but (laughs) really sound effects oh so next week's trivia will be all sound effects and recognizing where the sound effect comes from pick sound effects from Phoenix right and they can be really obscure sound effects like I'm not just talking like objection I'm talking like there there will be a a wide array of uh of uh, sound effects. What I'm going to try to do, if I can, is do like, you know, maybe like five seconds in a row, or like five sound effects in a row on like one clip and then play it and then just... Oh, you guess the game. Oh, you guess the yes. game. Yeah. And then, and then you could also get bonus points for guessing what each sound effect is. Yeah. I'm going to try to see what I can do and try to Ooh, find... Wow. That's fun exciting. Event. So, um, yeah, I need to find a site that has sound effects. That's going to be the other challenge. But anyway, we'll see what we can do. And if not, then we'll just do more music trivia. Yay. Because... There was, like, honestly, there were so many songs I could have picked, and, like, just doing it was so much fun. It did take a lot of, like, time prep just to get the clips and stuff, but, like, it was it was so much fun doing it, so. Yay. Um, but, yeah, so next week, more trivia. Hopefully we have, um, you know, all four people so we can do teams, and then, Michael, you won't have to be pouty face. <laughs> It was only in the middle for just a, for just a little bit. It was, it was funny. Oh, James just destroyed me. Yeah, he just he he. But James was losing in the beginning, and then he just came. Yeah, in. okay. So he he was losing in the beginning, and then he was beating me by a lot. And then when we started the five second round, you had I was doing. Yeah, I had a comeback. And then it was just like I just yeah. <laughs> what I think I think what I'll do next time as well is I'll do it so that if if it's your turn you'll get two points and then if you steal it you only get one point just um, to make it maybe a little bit more fair. So you get first dibs at the more points and then yeah, yeah I like that yeah. So um, and if there are specific sound effects that you guys want to hear. Um, Yes, tweet us. Tweet us, and James and I and the other people won't look at our Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't tweet at me. <laughs> yes, tweet to VG Realness. Um, well, just put the game that you want to hear sound effects from. Yeah. Let's go with that. Even better. Yeah. Yeah, don't put specific sound effects, because, I mean, that would just give it away. But, yeah, you can put what games you'd like to hear sound effects from, or what games you think that have good sound effects. 
that tweet way. us that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, we pay tribute to our sisterhood um, and a, a special tribute to Koopa Club because later tonight I'm doing a Koopa Club podcast discussing Mega Man X and Mega Man X2. So check that out this week as well. If you're listening to us, listen to me again if you love hearing my voice. <laughs> um, so I'll be on the Koopa Club podcast with uh, Jeremy mm-hmm. and uh, Captain Spike from uh, Game Boy. <gasps> Dot org. So this is like, like sisterhood, like sisterhood mishmash. extravaganza on Koopa Club. Super yes, super exciting. So yes, of course, Game Buoy. Uh, check them out, and Game Bar and Orange Lounge Radio, the sisterhood. Holla! The hunty bunch. The hunty bunch. Yes, <laughs> hunty and- bunches of oats. <laughs> that concludes this week's episode of Video Game Realness. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.